Welcome to the University of North Georgia Nighthawk Athletics Hawk Talk radio show and podcast series. Hawk Talk is an effort to bring the message of the Nighthawk Nation directly to the North Georgia community. The show is carried each week on the flagship radio station of UNG Athletics, Glory 97.9 FM and AM 1330 WGTJ. And it's archived on the podcast page at ungathletics.com. The Hawk Talk initiative aims to provide weekly in-depth feature content highlighting the stories behind North Georgia athletics. Welcome into Hawk Talk, the weekly episodic podcast series for North Georgia athletics as we kick off the 2020-2021 series of our podcast. Walker McCreary here inside the Hawk Talk recording studios. We've got a good show planned for you today to kick things off and uh, joining us now uh, virtually, as we'll be doing a lot of these uh, interviews virtually, at least for the time being, is the uh, SAC president and senior on the women's basketball team, Kara Groover. KG, thanks for uh, joining us here on this uh, season premiere. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, let's let's go into this to start off with. You know, we've been in school for uh, about a month and a half now, and we're starting to get some athletics going. Uh, not only with tennis and cross country and golf uh, actually competing, but with all the other sports, including women's basketball practicing, what's been the experience like uh, get, just getting back onto the court and getting to be with your team since, you know, March 12th when you guys got word that uh, you won't be able to play in a regional? Yeah, um, it's absolutely exciting for sure. Uh, we're all just happy to be on the basketball court as long like we have one shot, we have one minute, or we have an hour. So we've been going an hour. We've actually been in Memorial. Um, yesterday was our first day in Convo, so we all love that. That's our first time back there since March, like you said. So that was just um, – that just hit a little different, I guess you could say. But we're all super excited. Um, it's hopeful to see that the other sports are um, actually competing. So hopefully we'll know something for sure set in stone soon mm -hmm. about our season about our is how many games we'll play what what the deal is with the whole coronavirus so but we're having a great time practicing by ourselves following protocol and everything we're just excited to to know where we're going from here yeah talk a little bit about you know what the practice experience is like now because uh with basketball being uh, a sport that's pretty tough to socially distance in i imagine that those protocols uh have taken some getting used to from not only the coach's side, but also the player's side. Absolutely. So they actually just recently um, came out that if you're exerting yourself, then you don't have to wear a mask. But as soon as we will play, like do a drill, and as soon as the drill is over and coach starts talking, you're supposed to pull your mask up. And at first, originally, we were, if you're in the gym, you have to have your mask on. And so not only is preseason tough <laughs> for everyone breathing wise, like getting in shape, but with a mask on is two times more difficult. But um, we just do as we're told. That's all we can do. That's the best we can do. So as long as we can play basketball, we'll wear a whole hazmat suit if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> and you talk about the exerting yourself. Uh, you know, one of the big traditions of the women's basketball program is dog week. I can only imagine what that would have been like if you would have, guys had to have worn masks during the entire dog week uh, programming that Coach Burson puts on. 
Yeah, that would have been something else. <laughs> <laughs> but shifting gears here a little bit, um, as the president of the SAC, there's been, you know, a lot of things going on both uh, in the conference nationally, of course, locally here as well with everything going on in the world. Um, talk about what SAC is doing right now here at North Georgia to, you know, let the student athletes voice be heard. Um, not only, like I said, here on campus at North Georgia, but also throughout the conference and nationally with uh, Zach being a member uh, appointed as the national SAC member. Yeah, so um, Zach is a part of the national SAC member. So he obviously attends those meetings and comes and brings us some ideas, some great ideas for just how to get the student athletes voice heard. I actually have this pulled up real quick. Um, I want to just add that we are doing uh, the NCAA diversity and inclusion mm -hmm. social media campaign. And this year's campaign is a prime opportunity for student athletes, administrators, coaches, and fans across the country to use their platform to just engage in a discussion about and promote diversity and inclusion. So the goal of the, the campaign is to use social media to create a dialogue surrounding diversity and inclusion and to communicate the need and benefit of creating inclusive environments. So this will be like a three-day event almost campaign on social media. So day one would be about my story matters. We kind of have a catchphrase for each day. Uh -huh. So that's um, just exploring student athletes, their identities, their story, their perspective, and their experiences. Um, day two will be I've got your back. So this just showcases student athletes supporting each other just to like foster that inclusive environment. And then day three is together we rise. So these are just the personal actions that we will take, the steps we'll take to an inclusive excellence and celebrating collaboration across the campus community. So that's just one thing that we have going. And then also I want to mention Olivia Dumphy. She was a senior here last year on the women's soccer team, but she's came up with a great idea that she brought to SAC and we all loved it. But um, she's holding these interviews um, she got it. She got an idea from Snapchat series called Keep It 100, but she's holding interviews to student athletes that have expressed a desire to just like give their input on inclusiveness and what's going on in the world, just getting their voice out there. So I think that's a great opportunity. I think Sachs doing a great job to just let the student athletes really share and get their voice out there. Yeah. How important is it, you know, from your side of things and hearing, you know, the student athletes coming to those meetings and, you know, wanting to do something, uh, how important is it for you as the SAC president and the SAC e-board and, you know, the student athlete community as a whole to be able to share their story and to get their voice out there with everything going on? What, talk about the importance of that, uh, both personally for you and then also, uh, you know, what you think it means for the student athlete community? Oh, it's, um, it's very important to myself, just to everyone. It's just, it's crucial that we take what the student athletes have to say and we spread it so that everyone can hear them. Um, as a student athlete, I like, I feel respected, but I feel like my voice needs to be heard. And I feel on a lot of aspects that it is, but especially when student athletes a bunch, various student athletes, like a lot of student athletes come, uh, I mean, um, 
sorry, whenever a, a bunch of student athletes come to talk about what's going on in the world right now, they all have volunteered. And so just the numbers that are coming to SAC, I think it makes it just more important and more like we need to for sure get their word out there. Um, I know just as myself, I would love for people to listen to me. And so when my teammates and other student athletes want to have their voice heard, they definitely should get that opportunity. Talking with Kara Groover, senior women's basketball player, as well as the student athlete advisory committee president for this year. I want to shift gears now to uh, uh, just general student life now with everything going on. Talk about, uh, you know, your class schedule and how that has changed. Maybe not so uh, from the end of last semester because everything was virtual there, but how has just the overall student student experience changed being here on campus, but a lot of your classes still maybe being virtual? Personally, um, it's difficult for myself. I am not one to learn well over like online. Mm -hmm. So I like to be in class. I have one class that's in class out of four. Wow. And so, um, cause we have only 10 people which were able to social distance while wearing our masks. So I'm, I am, I enjoy going to that class. And, but um, yeah, for me, it's definitely difficult to just kind of, it's not a teach yourself, but it kind of is. You just have to hold yourself accountable to act like you're actually in class within those time frames. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's definitely a maturing process. <laughs> I've definitely learned as the time has gone on, but it is what it is. Like we, we all know we have to do what we have to do. And so I just have to do my best at the online classes. One final question for you, KG. Uh, as you've seen some of your uh, fellow student athletes get to compete tennis last weekend uh, with V and Claudel winning that ITA regional and from doubles, you've seen golf get started cross country's getting started as well what does that uh anticipation for the basketball season whenever it's going to start talk about that anticipation and your preparation and excitement about getting back onto the court to play a game uh whenever that first uh ball gets thrown into the air yeah so like we kind of said like you just mentioned um we, I mean, everything's uncertain this year, but with the other sports competing and them just winning, just even just competing in general, our basketball team is sitting on the edge of our seats, like shaking in our boots. We literally are so excited. You can just tell once we knew that other sports were competing, the attitude and just the, the just overall emotion of our mm -hmm. basketball team just went up tremendously we just like went hard went so much harder in practice not that we weren't going hard but there's just like hope now mm -hmm. there's a light at the end of the tunnel so we cannot wait to get out there and like I said no matter hopefully we know something very soon but no matter if we play three or 22 games we'll be ready to compete and we'll just we're just ready to get back on the floor well, Kara, we greatly appreciate your time. I know that uh, we're taking a little bit out of that study time that you have at home as uh, <laughs> getting ready for practice, but uh, appreciate you joining us as we uh, kick off this season of Hawk Talk, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk a lot more down the line as we uh, get going and get closer to basketball season. Thanks again for having me, Walker. Of course. More Hawk Talk after this. Back with you here on Hawk Talk as we 
continue our season two premiere of the weekly episodic radio show and podcast series. The Leanne Noble Memorial going on this week, the first event of the 2020-21 season here on the campus of the University of North Georgia as the women's golf team hosts seven teams at Achasta Golf Club. Earlier, we had a chance to sit down with Sierra Campbell, the head women's golf coach, to discuss last week's win at the NCAA South Super Regional Preview, as well as uh, this week's event at Achasta. The first question I had a chance to ask her was about that win at Lee. Yeah, absolutely happy to be back out here. Um, that first day, if anybody was watching on golf, that was not our, um, not our best day. Uh, it started off a little rocky, and not that I had expected it, but I by no means was overly shocked, um, you know, coming off of that seven-month stint of not being able to do much together and being out of that routine. So uh, day one, not our best, was in fifth place at the end of the day, um, but I think the girls responded tremendously well on day two. Um, I think that they really took in that unfinished business mentality and really just fought back to uh, to have such a great finish on day two. Uh, we weren't in the final pairing, so it kind of worked out for us. We played really well and then had three teams coming in after and our job was over. We just kind of sat there and watched them come in. Um, tremendously excited and happy and beyond proud of how they finished that day. So we're excited to kick off the next one today or tomorrow. Talk about that next one being the Leanne Noble Memorial. It was this time last year um, that it kind of kicked off and really kept going. The DBU Classic, of course, breaking records uh, like had never been done before in this program, but uh, kind of in contention for the first time in a long time uh, in this tournament. You go on to win Jekyll after that, and then uh, it just keeps going from there. Talk about uh, the way your girls are preparing to try and eclipse that uh, hurdle that was last year finishing second yeah. and trying to go back to back to start the season. Yeah, um, you're right. We started off really well going straight to DBU and to having that record breaker. And I think that was a great like taste of what we could do as a team. Um, and then coming here and being able to be in that final pairing and going back and forth in the lead and then second place all day at the Leon Noble day two. Um, I think that since that time we have grown as a program and we I was pretty much their first time in that situation to be hunted and to be able to hunt at the same time. So I'm excited for what we've grown with since. Like you said, we won after that, so we have a taste of what that looks like and again last week. So um, I'm hoping we're a little more prepared for that kind of situation in hopes that that does happen again. But um, just happy to be out here, you know, sports seven months without it. I'm, I miss it, so we're blessed. <laughs> you talk about that seven months without sports. You guys are hosting the first event at North Georgia yes. since March 10th when the baseball team beat Southern Wesleyan. <laughs> March 12th, everything shuts down, yeah. and now we're back to action. You guys get to host the first of five events at North Georgia over the next four weeks. Talk about what that means. Um, I think that, if anything, we can cross the board without athletics, talk about what we've learned not to take for granted now. And I think that these girls, you know, unfortunately, you know, North Georgia soccer is not being able to play right now, which, you know, I completely miss because I'm a big fan. Um, but to, to not take these opportunities for granted, to really be able to, to own in tomorrow and Tuesday. And we're just happy to be out here at home. Um, no pressure on, you know, the first host of North Georgia in the last seven months. But um, the girls are ready. We're excited to have, hopefully, lots of fans. And we're just ready to go. And this tournament also, of course, means a lot to the women's golf program, with it being named after Leanne Noble, former women's golfer, uh, former Make-A-Wish child before coming to North Georgia, and then, of course, notarized by this tournament and the uh, Leanne Noble Make-A-Wish Award from the Peach Belt Conference. 
uh, talk about what it means to be able to honor her in this tournament and uh, her legacy on the program and also how uh, not only your team, but also the entire field's going to honor her uh, here this week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've talked about this before. I unfortunately never had the opportunity to meet uh, Leanne and everything that she represents, but we as a program, I like to think that this week is not the only thing that we do in her name. I like to think that we play for her all the time and for the legacy that she leaves. Um, but going forward, we actually have added to the field. We typically have always as teams had purple ribbons on our bags, but you'll find all week, every player in the field has purple ribbons between their hats and their bags, um, coaches, volunteers, administrators. Um, not that it, it, it speaks volumes, but I just hope that it touch, puts a little more of a touch to every team out here of what Leanne was and how we represent her every day. Well, Coach, best of luck this week. Uh, hope to have uh, more conversations, especially after the tournament, hopefully Thank when you. Uh, you have the win. Thank you, we'll see, thanks. Our thanks to Sierra Campbell for joining us as she was preparing for the tournament that started on Monday out at Achasta. Another big thanks to Kara Groover for joining us as well to get us caught up on all things SAC and what they're doing uh, as we start up the 2021 season with events going on on campus. This coming weekend, the cross-country team will host the UNG Cross Country Invitational down at the Gainesville campus. Be sure to watch online as spectators not allowed by Peach Belt Conference policy, but you can watch the race online on the Nighthawk Sports Network, the first Nighthawk Sports Network broadcast of the year. That will be a 9.30 a.m. start for the men's race, a 10.30 a.m. start for the women as Coach Chris England brings the Nighthawks home for the first time uh, in three meets in a row that they will run on the UNG cross-country course. Be sure to join us next week as well as we continue to dive into the stories behind the Nighthawk Nation. For the Nighthawk Sports Network, I'm Walker McCreary. This has been Hawk Talk. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast from ungathletics.com or subscribe to Hawk Talk online. Join us next Monday at 3.30 p.m. on Glory 97.9 FM and AM 1330 WGTJ for the next edition of Hawk Talk. For more information on North Georgia athletics, visit the official home of the Nighthawks, ungathletics.com.